You know what's good on everything? Bacon. You know what's good in every movie? Kevin Bacon. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, elves of all ages, this is another episode of Movies that Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are going to review two movies. And like I said at the beginning of this month, every week this month, we will be doing one of the Christmas movies that are out and about. Right. This week is no difference. This week we're doing a Christmas story Christmas from the greatest state in the entire world, <laughs> Indiana. Yeah, I mean, there's Hoosier State, right? That's what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, how many other states have multiple Christmas movies? Wait, wait, so what's this? Are you talking about like both the Christmas Story and Christmas Story Christmas? Both Christmas stories, Prancer. Oh. Uh, well, it's in Michigan and Indiana. Okay. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's in Indiana? How far across the nation do they drive for the uh, vacation? Do you remember? No. Okay. But anyway, uh, Home Alone. <laughs> That's not Indiana. That's Chicago. Yeah, whatever. Same area. <laughs> uh, so who stars in the Christmas Story Christmas? Uh, one, the guy who paid the bills for it to make sure it happened, him and his partner, Vince Vaughn, Peter Billingsley. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? My mind had gone blank. Frantically, I tried to remember what it was I wanted. I was blowing it, blowing it. Come on, kid. How about a nice uh, football? 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 What's a football? <laughs> With unconscious will, my voice squeaked out. Football. Okay, get him out of here. A football? Oh, no. Okay, what was I doing? Wake up, stupid. Wake up. No. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. To be fair, the only thing that Billy Peters being really says says in that is what he wants. Most of that talk is Gene Shepard. Yeah, nothing <laughs> I can do about it. Because yeah. to be honest, there's like literally none that he talks a lot. Yeah, he, yeah, he so I just figured do the scene, do the scene that's the most memorable. Oh yeah, for sure. Ho ho ho! Yeah, yeah. The scariest Santa Claus I think I've ever seen in a movie. Oh yeah, and that's horror movies. Oh, so Silent Night? What's what? Uh, bloody Silent Night? The Santa in that one? I haven't seen it. It's been years. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. Let's keep it uh, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two is kind of like just literally just like a copy yeah. of number one. It was hilarious. Anyway, um, next coming up, uh, next actress is Erin Hayes. I think what your father means is we love you both. Now backpacks are packed. Let's go. Have a great Bye. day. Love you. Goodbye. Be good, okay? Oh, I got you a little retirement gift. I mean, 
If you have time in your schedule. I will move some things around. Let me see. What do you got? To a great cop for a job well done. It's a gyro bowl. Oh, I know what it is, Donna. <laughs> it's the bowl that won't spill. How did you know I wanted it? Every time the commercial came on, you kicked out your legs and you screamed. Yeah, and it worked because now I have one. <laughs> All right. Let's test this baby out. We got to start small. Let's try some pretzels, okay? And I was worried that when you were tired, we'd be bored. So that's from uh, the first episode of King and Queens ever, right? No, that's the first episode of Kevin Can Wait. Oh, what is, oh, it's something different. <laughs> okay. And after that, after that, she got fired, replaced by Leah Rames from King of Queens. Oh, Leah, Leah Rimini? And yeah, yeah, Leah Rimini. then she made a show called Kevin Can Go Fuck Himself. That's, that's what Aaron Hayes made? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I thought it was great to play the good part that she was actually in and mm-hmm. Not to get fucked over by all those people. Also, Julie Haggerty. Ladies and gentlemen, please calm down. Please listen to me. I want to tell you what's going on with the ship. Thank you. We've been thrown off course just a tad. What exactly is a tad? In space terms, that's about half a million miles. The bombs you feel are asteroids smashing into the hull of this ship. Also, we're flying without a navigational system and can't seem to change course. Miss, are you telling us absolutely everything? Not exactly. We're also out of coffee. (gasps) From Airplane 2. Yeah, from Airplane 2. Airplane 2! Oh, my God! I, you know how long I looked for fucking uh, clips <laughs> for her on that movie as soon as I saw that she was in Airplane 2? Yeah. Oh, my God. It took me forever, but I loved every moment of it. Uh, a bunch of other people that are in this movie are literally the original cast of um, Christmas Story uh, right here. So the original Christmas Story is what the, some of the original cast is from. Uh, not Christmas Story 2. Not that <laughs> Did one. you watch that one? Not that one. The Christmas Story, yeah, yeah, yeah. not Christmas Story Two, yeah. and um, you you know um, there was another movie they did, I think, if I remember. You, uh, you're, you're, wait, you search for it now? I don't think the, I think the only thing, yeah, I, I think the only thing there was Christmas Story Two, and the, oh yeah, yeah, here it is, here it is, here it is. Uh, just yeah, that's it, buddy. There it is. I found the sequel. Are you ready for this? This I'm, is seriously the sequel. I'm ready for this it. This is seriously the sequel. I'm 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 getting it there as soon as possible. Stop yelling at me. Why do you always yell at me? I forgot that this was a sequel to this movie until just now, until this very second. But the other sequel, because this is the third sequel, mm-hmm. is this. My summer story, really? Yep. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and that was in 1994. But this is a Christmas story. Christmas actually has the original cast. Everybody except for the mother. The mother is not the same. She retired. Lady. She retired. The, yeah, she retired. And, and the dad acting, died. So, is, yeah, I mean, so I, you know, it is what it is. Um, then the next movie we played is the the next movie we're going to be reviewing today is going to be the Spielbergs. It's, and actually, it's Spiel- called the, it's called the Feelmans. Whatever, it's the Spielbergs. Anyway, uh, featuring the ever-so Oedipus Complex, Steven Spielberg, Michelle Williams. Hold on. 
Okay. You learn to live with it. You didn't. You left. But we are very much still friends. Bob loses himself in his work. He gets completely absorbed. And if there's nobody there to stop him, if there's nobody there to pull him back when he goes too far, then one of these days it will kill him. That's uh, from Foss Virgin. That's like a, a three TV series. That. Yeah, she won like a shit ton of awards for that. She's such an actress. She really is. Like so a good. shit ton. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to play that crappy movie she was in. Which one? Uh, uh, My Week with Marilyn. I didn't see it. it so. I, it was a good movie. I'm just yeah, dissing it. I got, I got you. I didn't play that awesome movie she was in, Venom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Venom's amazing. Uh, oh. Uh. Um, anyway, it's on my top ten for the the end of the year. It was like a couple of years ago. Finn came out. I I can put it on any list <laughs> I want. Motherfucker. Who else in this? Anyway, movie? also in this movie, the wonderful, the amazing Paul D- Dano. I couldn't. I had to see. He told me. I remember. He told me. There's a new. Holy terror boss man in the future, and he's closing all the loops. The Rainmaker, they call him. He told me, and then he, he wanted a cigarette. So I untied him, and he gives me this look. And he just starts running. From Looper. And. When he Looper, the, right? When he Did the, you even remember he was in Looper? No, but here's the thing. Right? Yeah. I, this proves you have somewhat of a good memory, because last time we played Paul Dano, it was from There Will Be Blood, obviously. And you went ahead and yeah. picked a different one, so that's good. I'm, I'm happy for you. Dude, I, I've picked a different one every time yeah. we've ever done an actor, if it's the same actor twice. Yeah. Like, literally, all I do is I go to my page, and I see which ones I've used. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. No, not that one. Now we got to find a new one. Like this one with the awesome Seth Rogen. Oh, man. I had a weekend. Yeah. We went to uh, Tijuana, Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we, we thought it'd be fun, you know, to go to this show. Everyone's you got to check out one of these shows. And, you know, it's, it's a woman fucking a horse. We get there and, you know, we think it's going to be awesome and... It is not as cool as it sounds like it would be, man. It is, it's, it's, it's kind of gross. Yeah. You think a woman fucking a horse and you get there and it's, it's a woman fucking a horse. Yeah. It was really giving it to her. And you know what? To be honest, I felt bad for her. We all just felt bad for her. Yeah. Kind of felt bad for the horse. Wow, that's something. <laughs> that is a classic scene from 40 Virgin. Dude, you're going to be so <laughs> mad. You're so upset with yourself when you see that I got you for Christmas. Because I don't think you know this exists and I didn't either. But I'm super excited. Hey, man, I, I just got you something and I think is cool. I think it's cool. Um, I don't know if you think it's cool. It's, you know, I kind of went like uh, kind of easy on things this year because, uh, you know, life. Uh, yeah, anyway, 
um, everybody needs to remember I just replaced my bathroom floors. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave myself a price limit on everybody. He's like, uh, my wife got the, my wife got the biggest price limit, uh-huh. but everybody else look motherfuckers. <laughs> like I can only spend as much like it was like, look, I got you a popsicle. <laughs> it's a popsicle. Who doesn't want a yeah. popsicle? I'd spend a little bit more than that. But anyway, and then also in this movie, one of the greatest legends of ever film, movies, TV shows, every single thing this motherfucker touches is pure solid gold. We're talking about the one, the only, the greatest Jew in all of acting, Judd Hirsch. I don't know, but ever since that jump on Saturday, I, I understand what Hemingway was talking about. Every man has fears, but those who face their fears with dignity have courage as well. For instance, that piano. You're going to ski off that piano? <laughs> I do mention the lead in this movie is Gabriel LaBelle. He plays like... Yes, <laughs> but the problem with Gabriel LaBelle... He's in the six I was going to I could not find one bit that was not ex- from this movie. Yeah, yeah. I tried to like, find. There's not one clip. I tried to find stuff from Predator, but he's not. They don't really have clips for him from Predator. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, nothing. He's been in like six things. So Gabriel Labelle is also in this movie. Uh, new up and comer. We'll talk about that when we get to the movie. Chris, tell everybody what where they can find us. <laughs> do that again. Uh, you can find us on onlymoviesdonsuck.net or on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast or on Twitter at MTS Podcast or Instagram at MTS Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash moviesdonsuck. We're on the bonfire. You go to bonfire.com slash moviesdonsuck and something new. You'll find shirts with our favorite and whatever Neil makes that week and uh, puts it there. And uh, we're, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, go and subscribe to watch us on Facebook, like that page, and uh, you can find us. Anywhere you find podcasts, where you find podcasts, find movies don't suck and something to do. Yeah. Which, but why? But why? I, I hope why? He, I don't know. <laughs> why? Okay. This week, yes, we also talk about small businesses. Some of them ask us to. Some of us don't. Some of them, we just love them so much. We got to give them love. This time, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite music venues in all of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, this is a music venue that is purely owned by a couple of people, <laughs> and it is called the Mercury Lounge. Now, the Mercury Lounge used to be in a gas sta- it used to be a gas station. Yeah, no, no. Like, let me see a good, the best picture of it. This is the outside, uh, the inside. There you go. It used to be a gas station on the inside. And the stage is over to the side there, right? See mm-hmm. all that stuff? Mm-hmm. So Mercury Lounge, one of my favorite places to go to hang out. Let me just read a little bit about Mercury Lounge is a neighborhood dive bar by day, regional benchmark music venue by night. They have resident artists becoming some of Tulsa's best original music every weeknight. They are ticketed shows most nights. Sometimes it is a $5 punk band. Sometimes it's a $40 songwriter. After ticketed show if it's a weekday the house residents will play the late show at no cover charge if there isn't a national touring band that that the house show is the only is only a five spot please check the listings for show times they celebrate 
live music and a thank you for doing the same weekly shows literally on every sunday it's bluegrass brunch and literally it doesn't mean they got food because they don't got food (laughs) but it it, it is literally just them and and alcohol and good music mike d presents uh is a free show every monday chris blevins band uh last night was pilgrim i went and watched them Mm -hmm. Uh, Paul Benjamin band is on Thursdays. Casey Lat, uh, late saws happiest ha- happy hour on Fridays. These literally are. Hey Steve, Alex Williams, Coffin Cats, Dallas Burrow uh, with special Hook and the Hucklebees, Jamie Harris, uh, Pony Bradshaw, the Stews. Like literally, if you want live local, um, you know original music, it's the spot to go to. Chris, I'm telling you, if we get a chance while you're here, I'll take you to this fucking spot. It's literally, it's dirty, it's nasty. People there look like they haven't showered in three months. Right up your alley. Absolutely. So. Uh, the, the thing is that uh, <laughs> I grew up in a group of listening to punk. I know all about dive clubs. So. Yep. So it is uh, called Mercury Lounge Tulsa.com, is where you can go get all the information, or Mercury Lounge Tulsa on Facebook. And there's plenty of pictures, information. I'm telling you, it's one of the best, coolest joints in Tulsa. Look it up. Have a good time. They're good people. Oh, there. Oh, there's a sign in there. Are you ready? I downloaded this and put this on there, and I, I just remembered I did, even though I it's in the pictures. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is my most favorite sign ever in a bar all are welcome here except racist sexist homophobes and assholes be nice plus be cool i love that that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. we should put that on uh, whenever we put a show we should put that sign out outside the show we're doing we're gonna do a live one how about i just touch you in your no-no spot nah i'm good nah. uh nah. sorry my puppy just whined a little bit you probably heard her um I know I actually didn't, oh. and I got super sensitive hearing. So, <laughs> so what you been up to this week? Tell me a little bit about yourself. What what have you been doing? Nothing, man. Let's just hang out. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't remember why I did Monday. I didn't do well, actually just in short of catching up. Yeah, not nothing happened this week, but uh, I'm excited to. I'm I'm really, really excited to come down to Tulsa. That's what I'm really excited. Yeah, that's next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. And um, I'll try to get as many people around to party like it's 1999 we are going to do a live um, show that day we haven't really figured out the date like the 17th but i haven't really figured out the yeah, time we'll do it like in a day like two hours yeah, get yeah, some beers yeah. well we'll go to some local brewery and I'll, I'll i'll let show you and we'll go grab some beers awesome um so i met three really cool bands yeah yeah i saw Monday, that you sir. met the silver sun pickups i saw you that silver sun pickups kafune and um will dorado Mm -hmm. uh they were playing at the christmas concert for the radio station i work for and uh gotta actually sit down we got barbecued given to us uh or get uh catered to us i should say and then they gave us so much we're like telling the bands we're like hey dude they gave us like enough for 40 people (laughs) not 10 like we ordered yeah you know and so, like, uh, everybody sat down and ate barbecue with us every time they came out. Uh, every single band, just the freaking nicest. Yeah. Like, Silver Sun pickups. The dude even, like, in one of the pictures uh, I had out, uh, like, literally, he's hugging me. Yeah, yeah, I noticed <laughs> so, like, that. I was like, you know, see picture of Brian Arbert, the guy in Silver Sun pickups with his arm around him, just like, what's up? 
Yeah, dude, he did it. Not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can tell. You know me. I, I don't tell. like to get creepy with people when I meet famous people and and bands and shit like that. Um, really nice people. Like, um, I cannot even tell you. And then the show was just. Uh, we had over 1,600 people in Canes, cool. which is about the most they've had in there in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Everyone's and coming it out was again. insane. Everyone's coming it out was again. insane. Dude, we sold out three times. Yeah. We, we, we had it at one, we had it at one amount and then, uh, we added more tickets that sold out within a couple hours. We, we put in out more tickets day of mm-hmm. that sold out in hours. Like literally it was just like everybody wanted to come to the show. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you survived. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I had a, I had a backstage badge. It let me go anywhere I wanted. Okay. And so I actually got to go backstage for once yeah. and hang out at Kane's. Yeah. Cause usually when I'm working and I don't go backstage, I'm just like out. Amongst what's the green room? What's the green room? we back at Kane's every green room I've been to or if we chose that, just the nastiest shit, just like penises on the wall. It wasn't that nasty. It was actually, uh, they have a coffee machine yeah. in there. I bet they do. <laughs> like one dude, I, I bet one dude nice. I worked for actually went back there to get coffee all the night. I bet, I bet, <laughs> I bet the green room is nice in the Kane's at the very least. But, mm-hmm. We're not here to talk about Kings or... Oh, you know, oh, one thing I did get to see. One thing I got to see, and I think you will love this. Um, Kings is one of the rare places that the Sex Pistols played oh, yeah. during their tour of America. Their one tour, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a hole in the wall that Sid Vicious did <laughs> that they framed. That's amazing. I love that so much. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, oh, and I don't know why I didn't take a picture of it, but next time I'm at Kane's, I'm going to see if Bradley allow me to go back there, take a picture of it, and I will get you a picture of the hole that Sid Vicious <laughs> left amazing. at Kane's, dude. There's... I, I, I heard that, and I was like, oh, I don't know why I didn't think take a picture, even though I was taking pictures all fucking day. I think that the night before the night after, they played the Crystal Barroom in Texas, and that, now that place is torn down, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. All, all right. Oh. Has anybody been chatting with us? Oh, oh shit. I've been oh, full. Lindsay's been chatting with it. Hi, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Lindsay and Lindsay will definitely meet you up when, when we're all here. Hi, Lindsay. When you're down here. Um, she's one of our good friends. She is badass. Um, she smokes she smokes hella of the pot. Uh anyway, <laughs> um so what movie are we talking about first, Chris? A Christmas story Christmas. Uh this is directed by Clay Cadis. Clay Cadis has directed such other things like as the Angry Birds movie and the Christmas Chronicles, which we've talked about the Christmas Chronicles. Uh, this stars the amazing Peter Billingsley. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? That is so long until you hear from him. I know, I'm sorry. I should have yeah. made it where he was the first part, but whatever. Aaron Hayes is Sandy Parker. I think what your father means is we love you both. No. And also, uh, Julie Haggerty is Mrs. Parker. Ladies and gentlemen, please calm down. Also, the stars River Droche is Mark. Julianne Lane is Julie. Scott Schwartz as Flick for the original Flick. Uh, R.D. Robb is Schwartz, the original Schwartz. Uh, and they also has um, Sam Parks as Poets MC. Also, I want to mention, uh, I gotta find a, who played Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. 
I'll find that later. Uh, what's really showing up for this? What's really you have to go to you have to go to the other page. They changed it, man. They changed they changed the way this. Was. I know they changed the way of the, the thing that we use, and therefore it fucked us up. Yeah. and I blame Chris. Oh, Zach Ward plays Officer Scott Furcus. You're Scott Furcus. Okay, go ahead and join for this. Oh, I got, there's a story. Yeah, there is. Okay. There's, there's. All right, cool. Let's see what it says. <laughs> Follows the now adult Ralphie as he returns to his house on Cleveland Street in Indiana to give his kids a magical Christmas like no one had as as ah, like the one he had as a child in Indiana. Reconnecting with his childhood friends in Indiana and reconciling the passing of his old man in Indiana. Yeah, lots of Indiana. <laughs> I just gotta add because Christmas story is from Indiana, and my you're... my home state. In fact, the uh, town that it's based off of is literally within like a forty-five minute drive at most from my house where I grew up. And so, like Christmas story, when they played it, when they started playing it, twenty-four hours on twenty TBS, like right? every Christmas. Yeah. On TBS or TNT or those, I can't remember which one, one of those it is. Turner stations, yeah. And, but I mean, to us, that was like the best thing ever. Um, the only thing better than that is that my aunt's house is in the movie Prancer. Okay. <laughs> like, and so those are the like, so we got Christmas movies out of the wazoo in my family. But I I love Christmas Story. Christmas Story yeah. is literally one. Remember, it was in my top three yeah, when yeah. we were doing that chart a couple it's, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, it's such a iconic movie that you think can they make it uh, can they make the sequel do justice they, they did pretty close with this one i thought like right here right here yeah christmas, christmas story, story too yeah no no a Chris- or, or, or you mean this sequel no My no summer story no no no, no, no. I, oh you mean this one yeah christmas story christmas the christmas story christmas. this was a del- um, this delightful movie it really was oh my god this movie made me happy in all the places you need to be happy for the Christmas season. I, what, um, I, what I thought when I, when this came out, I was like, God, it's just be full, full of uh, member berries. And not really, man. There's a lot of new stuff in here that didn't really have anything to do connected to the original movie that was still really fun, you know? Yeah, and they, they made it, you know, um, like the age-wise. Mm-hmm. They made it uh, the year that fit perfect. Mm-hmm. For what it'd be from uh, Ralphie to be the 1952 age he is. was when the when the original was set. Yeah, so this yeah. was 1964, if I remember correctly. Uh, Am I right? No, I think it's in the 70s. I think it's in the 70s too. I okay. can't remember. Whatever. And I, and I watched the movie just like yesterday. <laughs> uh, but um, literally, um, this was all kinds of fun. Yeah, it's good Christmas. It's cheer. A very cute movie. I can see this being um, sold in a actor, box set with uh, the original. The the main three actors, uh, Peter, uh, you know, playing Ralphie, Aaron Hayes, who plays Sandy, and um, Julie Hager, who plays Mrs. Parker, and the two kids, uh, River Dorche and uh, Juliana Lund, um, they all played off of each other mm-hmm. like a family. Yeah, it they felt, felt like a family. so good. And it was one of those movies that, you thought, you know, you knew there was going to be hijinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of hijinks. Um, here, a spoiler, sort of slight spoiler, but by the end of the movie, everybody ends up at the hospital at some point. <laughs> like, it's like they threw in the hijinks the right way. Like, 
Um, there's like a double dare. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say exactly what there, that double there are dare many is. callbacks. Things to remember from the first movie, but again, like I said, it's not a wash with it. It's not. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a purely nostalgic retread. There's nostalgia there, which uh, obviously is uh, warm fuzzies. But like it, to me, there's nothing. Oh, 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 oh! There is a line in this movie that I fucking loved. It absolutely loved, and it was the line. Where uh, sheep, they're they're playing Scrabble, mm-hmm. and she goes amore. It's like a fancy word for <laughs> you know a closet. It's like no, that's called wardrobe in Indiana. That's <laughs> called a wardrobe, and it's like because uh, when I move armoire, um, armoire, armoire, yeah. armoire. That's it. Uh, because when I moved here uh, to Tulsa, uh-huh. was the first time I ever heard that word. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and like, and they're like. Oh, da, 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 da. like like my 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 uh my lovely wife and my mother-in-law and my father-in-law all made fun of me for it and i was like no i'm serious i've never heard that word before yeah. and then a movie a christmas movie based in indiana literally says no that's called a wardrobe here <laughs> and i was like yeah i guess the uh, story's got my back yo i guess i guess also in uh in england you know, the which of the wardrobe and yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, this movie. Yeah, I'm glad that you felt that you felt the happy with that there. <laughs> but uh, this movie was really good. It was a great Christmas movie. Um, this is not. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. Very easy for anybody to find if you have HBO Max or someone or, or someone who does. <laughs> um, and it, it just it's full of the holiday cheer. Can I ask you a question? I didn't yeah. know this until I watched the Christmas story. Like I watched, I rewatched it just cause I, I could, you know, it's going to be, I've seen it a million times, but I was going to be like, I'm watching the, the Christmas Christmas and I watch Christmas story a day before a couple days before. And I didn't notice. I always saw Scott Farkas. I didn't know a Scott Farkas until the, the Christmas story. I, I, I'm going to 100% uh, agree with you on that yeah. one. I did not know it was Scott. <laughs> I thought it was Scott Farkas too. And so like uh, when they said Scott, Gut. I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gut. It's gut, Farkas." So, uh, and he shows up in this at some point, and you'll find out when when you go see this movie because you should see this movie. I do like how you find you see a Bumpus in this movie. You see how the Bumpus dogs. The first one, you see what a Bumpus looks like in this one. Yes, yes, yes. There was um, uh, there's plenty of you know. It, it's it is a holiday. Like I said, it is just just a good fun holiday movie. I don't think they went for too much of the tear jerking. I mean, they they did. There's plenty of tear jerking mm-hmm. in this where it's gonna be. It's gonna hit you in a spot where you're gonna be like, okay, thank you for telling me that but this, story, you uh, dick. But this one was not a. It's not a nostalgia retread. It's a fun movie, mm-hmm. and it's it's. It's worth watching. It's a good continuation of the story. It's not Christmas it's Story good... Two. It's 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 well done. I put that way. I was I was happy to watch this movie. So, were you uh, happy? Yeah. How happy were you? I'm. Did you get naked? No, I was in my PJ pants like like I am now. In fact, um, but um, I th- why are you in your PJ pants? We're we're freaking doing a freaking. What are you doing, man? No one sees this, dude. I ha- I mean. No one sees this. I got a camera down there. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but uh, I think I'm ready to hear quotes, and then we'll get our score on this. Sure. When you're a kid, all you want is the perfect Christmas gift. When you're a parent, you just want the perfect Christmas. 
Is that a bribe? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> We're getting close. Yep. You can taste it. <laughs> That's the true where they where they live, what part of Indiana they live. You can literally taste the air. Mm. Really? Taste the air? It's not a good taste. Oh. It's like steel. <laughs> it's like a steel factory mixed with a carb, uh, a gas factory mixed with a logging factory with a pig farm. Yum. Put those all combined, and that's what the air. Yeah. The Midwest Shuffle, one serving temporarily seals any bum. Oh, yeah. The, the Midwest Souffle, one serving temporarily seals any bum radiator ensuring safe passage to the next rest stop. <laughs> did you know anything about the Midwest Souffle? You ever do that as a no, kid? No, did you, did you do that? Oh, yeah, dude. We did that all the time. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't know about the Midwest Souffle until you just mentioned it. So yeah, I saw put that. the egg in the radiator? Yeah, I never, never, heard, never heard that. Yeah, you never seen that? No. You never, yeah, yeah, we used to do that. Like, yeah, it, it clogs up the hole if you have a hole in your yeah. radiator. Yeah. And then as soon as it goes cold, it, it drops to your radiator. <laughs> yeah. What you want from me? I come here to. F- oh, wait a minute. What do you want from me? I came here to avoid my family. Oh, this here says overthrow Castro. Man, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> They're just carolers. Exactly. Just like ticks. Once they get to your door, you can't get rid of them. Note, note, one of the best reasons to have children are having them to do things that you don't want to do as an adult. <laughs> We're going to miss out on that, pal. You know? uh, don't let, huh? Well, you and I are going to miss out on that. Yeah, I don't know, man. You never know. Yeah. A Batmobile lost its wheel and Joker got away. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. Oh. The Shirley Temple with just three simple ingredients making kids feel like adults. <laughs> Isn't that weird, though? I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. How many like times did you have like a Shirley Temple like as a kid at a bar with your parents while they're drinking? Uh, my parents didn't drink, so zero. Oh, how did they not drink? They're from Texas. Uh, they're, I mean, my parents, my dad's not the big drinker. My mom dad didn't really do that either. I thought from Texas, uh, like, everybody drank and everybody slept with each other's sisters. That's not how it works. <laughs> and they're from Louisiana. I don't know. I, they're from Louisiana. I, I might let you know that. Oh, well, that really makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if revenge is a dish best served cold, this is a frozen dinner. Any sensible person knew far well no one over 40 should ever go sledding. But this, these were not sensible people. You could not look away from this. <laughs> um, behind every nothing is a something. You kept one present. It was a Christmas we never forgot. Uh, nobody cared how much it cost because I can't believe I'm saying this. It was the thought that counted. And then last but not least, somehow beyond the scope of probability through all the headaches and heartaches, the house was filled with life, lighter and love once again. 
Oh my god, that's such a good movie. Let's move on. Uh, Chris, score, what's your score? Three point eight on this one. It's good. I liked it. Four easily. Four oh, easily. Okay. I'm, not, I'm four easily. Maybe higher, but it's a four easily. This was this was a good Christmas movie. Um, Ryan Ryan Reynolds and um and uh, Will Ferrell better bring it. Spirit is already out. You guys are out. And, uh, yeah, I know that's our next Christmas movie. Oh, so we're doing that and. We we got a Christmas movie every week yeah. in December. So we'll probably be watching that with Avatar, right? Like like I'm gonna watch watch Avatar. Is Avatar this week? Uh, it's ne- no, next week is Violent Night and Pinocchio. Uh, do and then the, yeah, Violent get, Night and Pinocchio. Then and then the next week is Spirited Week. Is Spirited and Avatar and, um, Avatar two. Avatar oh, two. Moves, moves through nine hundred and forty five minute movie. I know, but but okay. So I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. What is the audience score for a Christmas Story Christmas? Oh, I ran out of beer, so um, now I'm switching to hard alcohol. <laughs> is that not just water? Oh, that's fucking water, dude, you crazy person. No, that's uh, whoa. Woo. Will you stay awake for the fucking podcast, dude? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, dude, come on now. Alcohol gives me more energy, if anything. Mm. Um, the amount what people said mm-hmm. is going to be. Oh, the weekend made music for Avatar. That's cool. <laughs> Come on, get to what's the audience score for Christmas Story Christmas? Eighty three percent. Eighty percent. And there's a there's an audience says on this one. So uh, as sweet and nostalgic as the Yuletide season itself, a Christmas Story Christmas should be happy holiday viewing for fans of the original. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, penis. The penis, indeed. That's that that you know that's your placeholder for everything when you say the penis. That's what they what. That's your placeholder for everything. Like, if you know what they're saying, yeah. you say penis. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is it? What is the critic score for a Christmas Story Christmas? Uh, they're going to be a bitch about it. I'm going to be 72. 78. Not too far. Well, right. Uh, Chris consensus is, isn't as much fun as the original. I'm sorry. Isn't as fun as, isn't as, much fun as an official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle that comes in the stock? And this thing tells time. But Chris Story Christmas remains a sequel worth celebrating. It's a good sequel. I can't see that. Red Rider Carbon Action 200 shot range bottle air off the compass in the stocking. But yeah. <laughs> it's, can you say it? What? Can you say the, the Red Rider, official Red Rider Carbon Action 200 shot range wall air rifle that comes in the stock? Can you say that? If I had it in front of me. Yeah, well, I do. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that's a Christmas Story Christmas. It's on HBO Max. If you guys are feeling like you want to get in the Christmas spirit, this is perfect for that. And what did you do to us? Why'd you make it so big? I um, made it big. Uh, but I made it big. Oh, look at what? Do you have news, right? I think you got news, right? Is there news? There's news. Do we have news? I think Why we do we have news? I don't know. Why do we have news, Chris? I don't know. Why is there always news with you? Why is it always, give me the news or I'll fucking kill you? This is the movie don't suck and some of them news. I'm going to tell Chris a bunch of stuff that's on the internet that he could look up on his own, but he's too lazy to, so I do it for him. No, I, I think you actually like saying news. I think you like actually like doing that, so here we are. I feel like you, you got to defend yourself every time, and, and that's not the point of it, Chris. It's not the point okay. of it. Right. The point of it is just, just for you to relax. Relax. I'm sorry. Take a deep breath. 
And everybody hates James Gunn. All right, let's get started. Why do people hate James Gunn? I, I mean, I'm glad he's... This week announced Man of Steel 2 is canceled. Black Adam 2 not coming. Wonder Woman 3 not happening. Fucking uh, Flash movies getting a boost up. Going to be out a couple weeks earlier than it was originally. <laughs> Uh, people, oh, Jason Momoa is going to be not Aquaman. He is going to switch over to being Lobo. Literally, uh, oh, the Batman universe won't be touched, though, by James Gunn at all. He will not touch it. Black Adam lost the same amount of money, uh, over $100 million, which is $20 million more than what the Batgirl month, uh, movie cost to make. Um, so, so wait, so Black Adam lost money at the box office? Yeah, lost over a hundred million dollars. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's not surprising, but it's crazy amount of money to lose. Um, do you know why? Do you have any guess why? As because it costs like four hundred millions to make. Okay, I mean, but you have any idea why they, they put it? They put it on held for ten years. Ten years, Chris. But so so Superman was at the back of that, but they're not gonna have another Superman movie. No. Okay, good. Well, they're going to probably cut his part out of the Flash movie, too, that he <laughs> went back and re recorded. Okay. Um, oh, shoot. Man, you know, I totally forgot this. I made this just for tonight. Here we go. Uh, yep. Christmas label in the corner. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so as it goes, James, James Gunn says, so as for the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of it's true, some of it's half true, some of it's not true, some of it uh, we haven't decided. And this is all put out today, by the way. Uh, although the first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time, and we're just beginning. Peter and I choose to helm DC Studios. Now we are choosing in a frackish environment, both in the stories being told to the audience itself, and will be in an unavoidable transitional period as we move into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. But in the end, the drawbacks of transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build above, upon what has worked in D.C. so far and to help ratify what, what has not. We now we know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of a story in the service of the DC characters we know and cherish. And we have cherished our entire lives. What are your thoughts on it, man? All right. There is no better. Um, there's no better Superman than Henry Cavill. Okay. And you, you're not going to, it's going to be very hard for you to go show me a guy that is that size and not, or, and that good of an actor and be Superman. I mean, it's going to be 100%. I'm not going to believe it until it doesn't happen <laughs> until it happens. Like Henry Cavill's like the Superman. Like what Superman's been as good as him? Brandon Roth was near it. Yeah. But Brandon Roth was kind of copy off of uh Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Which nothing against Christopher Reeves. He's a 70 Superman. Yeah. He was skinny as fuck. He was not a super muscle guy. He didn't look like a linebacker, like you know, uh Henry Cavill did. You know, I'm sure Henry Cavill will be fine with whatever. Yeah. You know, because he's Henry and he will 
he will, you know, make tons of movies, uh, no matter what. Um, but I just think it's really sad. We'll see, James. John, you have, you have trust in him. I, each, I mean, I trust him, but we'll see. I mean, I heard that also. The I don't know this is true. I don't know if this is in your news, but the Snyderverse is dead, or that's not happening anymore. Like, like, like the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what they're doing. They're getting rid of all the people that acted in the Snyderverse. Yeah. Well. Oh well. It's all your fault. It's not my fault. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, you definitely had something to do with this shit, bro. I know. I know how you are. You're always doing shit to just try to get people in trouble. And I love you, but man, come I'm on, not a rat, dude. Just, I'm not a rat. You're a rat. Uh, you're a rat, bro. What's next? What your face is next if you knew what's good for you. Yeah. See, I, I took a drink at the moment that you're about to still looking for news. I thought you'd be ready. But here we are with dead air. It's all your fault, bro. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. You know what? I guess we need to pop on this one real quick. Okay. People's Choice Awards. Cool. Who won? <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, the People's Choice Awards is actually picked by the people, like the Oscars, where you can pay somebody money and win, mm-hmm. just like, you know, uh, voting in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, People's Champion Award went to Lizzo. Okay. The Music Icon Award went to Shania Twain. The People's Icon Award went to Ryan Reynolds. The movie of 2022, the best movie of 2022. (laughs) And I got to admit, it's in my top three, bro. So I'm down with it. Is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's not my top three. (laughs) It's not. Uh, five of the movie, uh, one, two, three, three of the movies that are in this lit in this list of the top movies of 2022 that people could vote for are, are actually, I think in my worst category, what are they? Uh, nope. Just Jurassic world and, uh, nope. Jurassic world and Elvis. How does Jurassic world get on there? I have no idea. Uh, it's weird uh, uh, guys. Uh, I'm not trying to shit on people. But those being the top like five movies of the fucking year blows my goddamn mind. Anyway, well they put on a list and then people vote for the list out of twenty and then it goes down to well, the list you know, sucks, this, man. The list is I don't know. comedy movie of the year was the Adam Project. Uh, comedy movie. Well, this is all for by people. Comedy movie of two thousand twenty two was the Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds. Top action movie of twenty twenty two was Top Gun Maverick. Yeah understandable there that one's that one's understandable um drama movie is don't worry darling really what were the other ones what were the other uh, ones for don't worry darling? yeah what were the other ones what were the other four three uh, nope death of the nile elvis halloween ends luckiest girl alive scream where the crawdad scene wait that was that was all drama <laughs> scream was in there that's all the drama what the fuck is going on the, I know. These, these not, categories. I, I, didn't, I didn't make the well because i don't have a horror category um anyway uh, the movie male the movie the male movie star of 2022 was of course Chris Hemsworth okay. because he's sexy as fuck. He's very sexy. Uh, the female movie star of the 2022 was Elizabeth Olsen. Okay, yeah. Drama movie star of the year was Austin Butler for Elvis. I will give yeah, that to that's, him. That's that's good. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's really I'll good. give that to him. He's he really did good. a great job playing Elvis. Yeah. It was just the movie was like after rewatching it a couple times, it was like just like a. 
it got a little weird. <laughs> um, Adam Sandler, comedy movie star of the year was Adam Sandler for, for Hustle, Hustle, which that wasn't a comedy. Not really. Yeah, that's a drama, yeah. right? Yeah, that was uh, uh, no, action star. Action movie star of the year was Elizabeth Olsen. Um, show of twenty twenty two was Stranger Things. Drama show of twenty of twenty two was Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, really? Comedy That's, show. Okay. Sorry, I'm just. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that was still on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is last season. <laughs> yeah. Someone tell me. There's a few people watching right now. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is yeah, yeah. still fucking on. Like, I think I watched it. I mean, they started singing in one episode. I think that's when I I turned um, that off. I had a girlfriend in two thousand nine. That was really in the Grey's Anatomy. Like, like it's been years. Has it really been on that long? <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. All right. Never Have I Ever is the comedy show um, of 22. Uh, the Kardashians is the reality show of the year. Con- competition show, The Voice. Male TV shower is Noah Scanapa from Stranger Things, who plays Will. Um, female... TV star is Ellen E. Pompa of Grey's Anatomy. What the fuck did Grey's Anatomy? Oh, here's another one. Drama TV star uh, Marquisa Harjita from Law and Order. Oh, Marisco Hardigay. Marisco Hardigay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TV comedy star is Selena Gomez for Only Murders in the Building, which I can kind of see that one. I like the movie. I like but that. It's a good show. It's nuts, a good show. It's a good show. I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm not reading People's anymore. Choice Awards, guys, I'm sorry. The People's Choice Awards fucking weird and lame, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> this is fucking weird. How Khloe Kardashian can win anything in this day and age. Oh, the binge-worthy show of 2022. This one I agree with. Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good that one. That and the bear. Oh, oh the dude, bear. Dude, I love oh. the bear. The bear's the shit, isn't it? I oh. love the bear. You know how much I want to go back to Chicago and freaking get me an Italian beef sandwich? Because <laughs> like, I've had Italian beef sandwiches here in Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma. And don't worry, I love Tulsa. I'm not dissing you, but your fucking beef sandwich you is and I, dick. We, you and I, you <laughs> and I should go to Chicago and get ourselves an Italian beef sandwich. Let's drive right okay, now. Okay, let's go. I'll sit in the show. See you guys later. <laughs> HBO Max is doing a documentary called Me, Miss Cleo, which will dive into the mystery of America's favorite psychic, Miss Cleo. What the fuck? She right. a- Are we running out of so many ideas that now we're going to tell the story about the lady that was on at 2 a.m. in the morning this bitch when you're, in- like, drunk? This, <laughs> this bitch lives in New York and does not have a, a Jamaican accent at all of him. Ugh. Did you watch him? Um, did, did you watch Pepsi? Where's my jet? Yes. Yeah, yes, I did I too. Did. Yeah, I watched that too. Crazy. That's hilariously. <laughs> the guy needed money. <laughs> um, Tracy Flick can't win. Reese Weatherspoon is to star in the election sequel with Alex Payne returning yes. to direct. Oh, okay. That uh, Alex Payne, Alexander Payne, wasn't going to do it. I mentioned, but now he's back. I am very excited about this. I love Alexander Payne. I love everything he does, and I can't wait to see this one. Uh, so Tracy Flick is a hardworking assistant prin- uh, assistant to the principal at a public high school in suburban New Jersey. Still ambitious, but feeling a little stuck and unappreciated in midlife. Tracy gets a jolt of good news when the longtime principal, Jack Weed, appropriately announces his retirement, creating a rare opportunity for Tracy to ascend to the top job. Is Matthew Broderick going to show up again? Who cares, man? It, it's 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 Reese Weatherspoon, man. She's adorable. She's good actress. I mean, every time I see, it's like 
it's like every time I see Bruce Campbell, I'm just happy. <laughs> the thing is about I'm about the original about the original um election is that it shows it shows how pathetic Matthew Broderick's life ended up at the end of that. He's like a tour guide in a museum. He has a he has a, a farm. He has to lift his bed up into the wall. Uh, Man, yeah. Uh, Firebug. Uh, Tyrone Edgerton is to star in a crime series about the California arsonist. For Apple Plus, okay, man, I could, I need to get your sign in again for yeah, Apple yeah. Plus, so I can watch some stuff, guys. Uh, There's some stuff N- on there. Neil's, Neil's talking about getting his own wink, wink, intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug, free, free, free that's, stuff. That's how you watch right, that, that. You, you used to have because you watched that um, that with Tom Holland movie where he's a drug addict. Yeah, yeah, and I also watched the uh, the morning news show. Did you? That they had. Did you? You watched? Did you watch um Ted Lasso all of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I've already watched it before. Okay, okay. Um, are you ready? Your favorite series is getting a fucking sequel. Are you ready? I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not my favorite series, but tell me. Yes, it is. Rush Hour 4. Woo! I heard about this. Um, Chan. Like, who's Chris still, Tucker. Who still, gives, who still cares about it? I don't understand. I, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> or, yeah, also the sequel. Man, don't know understand the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Nobody understands the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, they're doing a sequel. There we go. Let's go with that. I, I don't need to go deeper in that. Do I? <laughs> uh, Violent Night, which is the next movie that we are um, so excited. reviewing next week. Seeing it Monday with seven people. Yes. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Anybody want to go see Violent Night with me? I see a couple people are on here. All right, let me know. We'll go see Violent Night together. <laughs> um, all right, Violent Night, so good. They're already getting a sequel. Oh, so Violent, more Violent Night, a <laughs> most Violent Night. <laughs> yeah, um, Silent Night, Violent Night, or something like that. They should do something like that. I've heard really good things about it, so I'm really excited to see it. Let's see what happens. Uh, Catalina Sandino is now joining the cast of Ballerina, the John Wick spinoff movie. Uh, so now that's like, I don't know how many fucking people have joined that goddamn movie, but like literally there's so many people in it now. Uh, I know Keanu Reeves is going to be in it. Angelique, uh, Angelique, uh, Angelique Houston, Lance Reddick, Ian McShane. I like that Lance Reddick quite a bit. Yeah, I think it'll be, it sounds like it'll be great. Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz wants to make a female remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Are they doing that with someone else, though? I don't know. Like Kevin Hart or some shit like that? They're making, like, another one with, like, The Rock and Kevin Hart or something like that. (laughs) Like, it was something like that, but I can't remember what it was. But I don't know if we need that. I don't know if we need that. I don't know. I'll, I, I, if it's good, yeah. I'll give anything a chance if it's good. Okay. Mm, I thought Kevin Cameron Diaz has retired from acting for some reason. Yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. June 23rd, 2023. Mm-hmm. It's like three birthday. June 23rd, 2023. What's happening? Wes Anderson's new movie, Astro City, will be released June 23rd, 2023. 
I'm excited, man. <laughs> I want to see it. I heard. I I I, I figured there at least been like a screenshot, but that I'm excited. Do, man. do, do, do you want me to go through the the cast one more yes, time? Yes, please you? do. Please do. Okay, here's the cast: Jason Swartzman, Charlotte Johansson, uh, Tom Hanks, Jeffrey Wright, Tilda Sweeten, Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Adrian Bodie, Liv Siegel, Hope Davis, Stephen Park, Rupert Friend, Maya Hawk, Steve. Carell, Matt Dillon, Hong Chow, William Defoe, Margaret Robbie, Toby Reeve, Jake Ryan, Grace Edwards, Austria Mana, Sophia Linus, Ethan Lee, Jeff Goldblum, Rita Wilson, and many others. <laughs> so Margaret Robbie's gonna be in it. I know I heard that. And then Tom Hanks. Yeah, I know, dude. It's exciting. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jake Ryan. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. That's like a list of Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Adrian Brody. I mean, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. And then I it's mean, not William on. Defoe, it's Willem Defoe. That's what I said. <laughs> I was saying a lot of names here. Okay. You're lucky I didn't kill you. Uh, oh, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> But no, dude. Uh, as, as for C, super excited about it. Um, but I think Oppenheimer comes out the week before that, which I cannot wait for, by the way. That next time. But anyway, yeah. I'm excited for movies coming out. All the time. Super excited. Uh, Ice Cube cannot get the rights back from Warner Brothers for Friday. So, what does that mean? No more Fridays? I don't know. Warner Brothers is weird right now. I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. We'd love to have it back. I think it's going to be close to a time when it gets back. So we'll either wait for the time or we'll keep trying to convince them that they need to let us control the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right, dude. What's what's the Friday for? Christina four? McCarthy is the front runner to succeed Bob Eager as the CEO as uh Disney. When's Bob Eager gonna step down? Who knows? Yeah. Here he did. Oh he did. He did like a month ago. Whatever. So Shawnee Smith is in talks to return for the new Saw movie with Tobin Bell. Okay. Can't see. wait for that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to review the fuck out of that movie right I'm gonna there. Go through all the Saw movies. Well, no, I did that. We already did that for that Saw uh, with the one with um Chris Rock. With Spiral? Yeah, Spiral back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you watched them all, yeah. so you already caught up. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Slater is cast as Boyk in Wicked, the movie adaption. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I'm surprised it took this long for, for Wicked to be made into a movie. I've seen, dude. Me too. I've me seen. Too. I've seen I it really twice. Be a, I really thought that would be a thing back then. Uh, Michelle Yeoh has reportedly boarded the Wicked adaptation in a key role too, as Madam More, More. Uh, it's it's Madam Horrible, but with an M instead. Morrible. Madam <laughs> Madam Morrible. Okay. I've seen the fucking play. I just can't remember how to say. The first it. time I saw it, dude, I was so fucking drunk. Like like I was like in the in the in the bathroom trying to throw up. But again. I've also also nice. seen sober. Also That's seen sober. Drugs. Okay. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel to be directed by Gil Keenan. Cool. She's the one that uh, wrote Ghostbusters Afterlife and is known for directing A Boy Called Christmas and Monster House. I've not seen any of those movies. Well, it's your own damn fault. Roadside Attraction confirms release date for Moving On, starring Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. 
just just old people doing shit, right? Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll just move on with from that, I guess. Dick. No, no, no. no uh, do you Adelina want to talk more about it? Angel Two gets promising update. Uh, they're in the pre-production form of it right now. Yeah. There's a little film called Adelita Battle Angel that I'd love to circle back and do a sequel to and been look, talking to Robert Rodriguez about that, and the, hopefully that comes to fruition. We've been in many talks about it. We saw We saw that. Toe Jam and Earl. Yes. What about Toe Jam and Earl? I fucking love Toe Jam and Earl. The movie is <laughs> happening at Amazon Studios. I'm slightly interested <laughs> I'm slightly interested. Uh, latest video game. The screenplay for the movie adaptation will be written by Amos Varon and Nenzio Randazio, uh, who did Hotel Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, a snap is for the movie. It will also be released when Toe Jam and Earl centers on two space alien rappers mm-hmm. who come to Earth seeking a cure for a disease eradicating their home planet's rhythm, funk, and groove. Earth, their legends tell them, is paradise where the music that created their culture originated. Unfortunately for our heroes, not only do they wreck their ship, but they find that Earth is, well, not the haven they expected. But the music, the part was true. So begins their quest to find as much of the music they can in hope of saving the planet, and maybe ours as well. So I have many fond memories of playing uh, Tojin Rail games with my brother growing up. So, yeah, let's do it. And last but not least, we're going to end on one more note mm-hmm. about a video game movie. Okay. The Textures movie has been rated R. What? I want to know if this is now. Uh, the upcoming movie based on the legal battle over the rights to Textures has been given an R rated for adult content and language. I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm now big, I really want to see it. I'm a big Tetris like, fan. That's kind of like before we were like kind of like whatever. How are, how are you at Tetris? Are you pretty good? Oh, dude, dude, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I made it to 127 once. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what's yeah. your highest level? I uh, I've been playing Tetris Battle, so I forget how the original goes. So, but um, <laughs> but uh, I I I think I'm pretty good at. Man, I be honest, I think I'm pretty good at Tetris. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't believe me? It's okay. You don't have to believe me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's it for the news, man. Let's get to that last movie. That is the movies that don't suck and some of them news. I say a bunch of stuff because Chris doesn't know how to use his phone to scroll. I'm not that much of a light I do. I just like you were to earlier. Yes, if you guys don't know, Neil is, uh, runs our uh, our Instagram and our Facebook, and I, I do Twitter. Don't but only your panic, panic fest. I do our Twitter, and Neil's like. I'll teach you how to use all those things, but I know how to use most of them. <laughs> but uh, he, he wants to make me think of a child. But every time they change something, you freak out. Yeah. You're like, where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> but, um, uh, what, like an old man, you're like, oh my God. Uh, what, where's my pudding? But you, let's talk about The Fablements, directed by Steven Spielberg. I mean, if you guys don't know who he directed, why, why are you listening to the show, right? Should I, should I listen to movies? No, I'm I'm not a douchebag like that. I okay. don't just because they don't know something. I'm not going to be like, no, hey, no, no, why are you listening to us if you don't know shit? Okay, they listen to e- us so they find out stuff. Okay. We're supposed to be the ones giving them information, Chris. Et uh, Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, Nina Jones, The Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade. Uh, 
fucking so much. That's he's a, he's a he's a legend, and um, he directed this movie, The Fail Ones. AI, you forgot AI. <laughs> yes, it's not a classic though. Jurassic Park, uh, but in Jurassic Park too, he directed that one as well. Is AI not a classic? I don't think it is, man. It's a classic. Is it? I mean, it's old, but I'm not sure people are clamoring to talk about how great AI is. I mean, maybe to you it's classic, and that that's all that counts, really, right? That's all that matters. Really? Yeah. Also, most recently, Tell me again how it's not good. I didn't say it wasn't good. I just don't know if it's a classic. <sighs> I'm sorry, Neil. Neil. Neil's really mad at me uh, for some reason. Okay. Moving back to the movie. Uh, written by Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner. They originally, they've been working together, but they wrote, the first movie they wrote together was Munich, which is a great Spielberg movie. This stars uh, Paul, uh, Paul Dano as Bert Heumann. I couldn't. I had to see. Also, Michelle Williams as Mitzi Fableman. You learned to live with it. Uh, this also stars Judd Hurst as Uncle Boris. I don't know, but ever since that jump on Saturday, I, I understand what Hemingway was talking about. Also, uh, and Seth Rogen is uh, Benny Lowe. He's Uncle Benny. Oh, man. I had a weekend. And uh, so also starts Gabriel LaBelle as Sammy Fableman, Matt Teo Zorn as younger Sammy Fableman, Kelly Carson as Naval Natalie Fableman, Alina uh, uh, Brace as younger Natalie Fableman, Julia Butters as Reggie, and then Bertie Boer as younger Reggie. And uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, pal? I don't like it. All right. Uh, I'm going to sub some words. Okay. A movie based on Spielberg's childhood growing up in post-World War II era, Arizona. From age 7 to 18, a young man named Sammy Fableman discovers a shattering family secret and explores how the power of movies help us see the truth about each other and ourselves. So you took out the loosely part? Uh, yeah, it's not loosely. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I've seen, you know how many fucking interviews I've seen on this damn movie? He's like, it's my childhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, here, in fact, here, let me put up a fact number three I have from this mm-hmm. movie. You ready? Mm-hmm. Boom. Right here. Seth Rogen told reporters that Steven Spielberg often becomes so emotional on set during production. It's directly based on his life, and pretty much everything that happens in this movie is something that happened to him. What did you think of this movie? Because uh, I told you what I thought of it because you wanted to know which one you were going to see this week. Um, are you mad at me? Uh, well, I mean, I told you, I just wanted you to like, give me, you know, what, what's the movie? What's the, you know, what's the one yeah. you, you already saw both of them. Yeah. Um, but, um, my thought on this movie was, okay, hold, do you want to tell uh, the story in the theater real quick? <laughs> Cause she told me about the story. Oh, you want me to tell everybody about the two people jerking or like masturbating each other yeah. down the road for me? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Neil's like, um, I can enjoy you guys. I just heard the sovereign noises. Not like sovereign noises. Like it was, no, this is what it sounded like. It sounded like this. <laughs> they were jerking each other off? Yeah. They were jerking, making out, and all yeah. that stuff. Well, I mean, it was a guy and a girl. Okay, so, so, I mean, they were masturbating each yeah, other off okay. and stuff. And like, Everybody's like looking like there's only like three other people in the theater, <laughs> yeah. and they're all like looking up at me like I did something. Yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. 
And he you told know, I he told mocking them for a minute. Uh-huh. I mocked them uh-huh. for a minute. I was like, and that didn't work. And then I do this awesome thing because in a silent theater, this noise is great. People hate the clicking of a pin. Yeah. So I tried that. That didn't work. And I was like, look, I'm not going to go over there and see some dude's wing ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, you know, and they had their seats completely reclined because it's at an AMC yeah, yeah, where you can recline them all the way back. And I just went out to the uh, snack band, and I just said, hey, look, dude, two people be fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the guy just looked at me, and I go, yeah, seriously, man. I we're There's like four of us, four other people in the movie theater, you know, me included. And we're just trying to watch the movie, but these people are so slobbering over each other <laughs> that we can't even enjoy the fucking movie, man. Yeah. I go, and I don't mind people getting their rocks off. I'm not, I don't mean to be, you know, Mr. Downer, but, you know, I'm literally trying to do this for my podcast. I'm trying to watch this movie. I'm trying to pay attention to it, trying to notice the acting, the beauty. Yeah. And all I hear is, <laughs> you know it's like and i i could get it if it was a sexy fucking movie but it's not like if we're like if we were in 50 shades of gray <laughs> but this movie has little kids voices in it <laughs> like every five seconds how the fuck are you getting hard on yeah, that bro yeah, yeah so they got kicked out yeah they they well they came in told them that they need to calm down uh-huh. and like 10 minutes later they got up and left yeah well uh anyway the movie <laughs> the movie uh can i talk about how great the acting in this is how much i love paul dano in this paul dano paul dano's good in everything he's ever done it's re- ever it's can you ridiculous. Name a bad movie the fucker's been in i know right he's so good in this and like i one of the things that i loved about his character is he, you know he's a scientific minded so everything that they did he hid the, the science behind and it sounds just like a, like a fucking dad basically you know what i mean uh Michelle Lewin's great uh, in a uh, Seth Rogen man doing like a, a serious role, you know. Mm-hmm. Are you are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at Paul Dano stuff. <laughs> I, I was like, when did this guy start acting? And it was like 1996. Yeah, uh, so I would have been 16. How old would he have been? Four? The first time I ever noticed Paul Dano was uh, in a Little Miss Sunshine. It, yeah, he was four years. He was four years younger than me. So, so he would have been 12. You dick. Why did my parents move out to Hollywood and let me become an actor? <laughs> I could have right. been a better actor. I would have worked out. I would have, you know, oh, yeah. no double chins for me. Yeah. I would have been like, you know, look how pretty my baby blues are. I know. I know. They're pearly. They're right, dreamy. Anyway. anyway. Uh, uh, like I said, but Paul Dano's. He's even on the fucking Sopranos. The girl next door. Like, there's not one thing in his, like, I'm Little Miss Sunshine, There Will Be Blood, Lightens the Sufferer. Like, literally, I'm taking Woodstock. Fuck, I totally forgot about taking Woodstock. Yeah. I want to go watch that movie again. We watch that he's tennis? the guy in taking Woodstock. No, that's uh, Dimitri Martin's the guy. Dimitri Martin was? Yeah, it's the main guy in taking Woodstock. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, it says right here, he's the VW guy. Anyway, right, man, I'm... I'm I'm, I'm going to have to go watch some shit. Anyway, Cowboys and Aliens. He was in one of the greatest sci-fi westerns of all time. <laughs> one of the few. Um, the proud. I think it's the only one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Right. There's a reason for it, but I still loved it. I thought it was a good movie. Even Cares, other people didn't Harrison like it. Ford. Is that why? Uh, Daniel Craig? Oh, yeah. He wasn't in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford, Daniel Craig, and Paul Dano. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, what more do you need? But we're, talk- we're not talking about those. We're talking about the Mephailments. All right, so the Fablemans. Uh, it's about uh, Steven Spielberg and how it sucked to be a Jew in Arizona. Uh, Hollywood. Um, that was Hollywood when they started getting shit for that. No, that was not Hollywood. That was Northern California. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, California. You said Arizona. Uh, but it starts out in Arizona. Okay. So it starts in Arizona. Then, well, it didn't start in Arizona. Where did they start at? Fuck, they moved to Arizona. Arizona was the first town they moved to. First, they moved to Arizona. Then they moved to Northern California. Yeah, Jersey. They're in Jersey. They They lived in Jersey. And then, and then at first, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I thought like there was some swinging going on in this movie. Yeah, I noticed it. Like I was, I was like, what's the deal with with Uncle Benny? Something's going on with with Uncle Benny. And but but the feeling is, I really like this movie. I really like this movie. I was. Oh no no no! When I finally could get into it. uh And 100% be in the movie. Yeah. Instead of hearing two people, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was down like a clown. Um, this movie was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen, probably one of the best serious roles. Yeah. Yeah. That he did in a movie. <laughs> yeah. No, this was in a while. It's, it's, it's like, uh, the way that, like, I was, I was transfixed by this. Like, it's, it's Spielberg at the top of this game, really. You know? I mean, so you want me to compare this to E.T.? It's different, man. It's way different with E.T. No, 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 no. You said it's the top of his game. And let's be okay. honest, E.T. is literally top Spielberg. You want me to compare this movie to Jurassic Park? <laughs> Those are, they're different movies, man. I, am I am I supposed to compare it against these movies? Am I comparing this Spielberg movie to other Spielberg okay. movies, or am I taking this as a singular as something different? Fine. Okay. So I'll say this: it still shows that Steven Spielberg can direct some good movies. Is that better for you? This one, you're right. This won't be, be. This won't be another Jurassic Park. This won't be no, another. No. This was not a big. This is not a big moneymaker due to the fact that only one theater in my entire city was showing it. Yeah, it's a, it's a personal movie. You know why? Why is that? Because it has to talk about Jews and how people hate Jews. And I live in the Midwest where people still hate Jews. Yeah. So, therefore, they didn't play them in the movie theaters. You think that's it? No, but, you know, I like to point the finger at people a lot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so Paul Dano as the father, really cool. Um, he needed to be exactly what he needed to be. He was smart, intelligent. Uh, Seth Rogen brought the kind of creepy uncle yeah. vibe, yeah, yeah. but it was very serious in what he did. Um, but let's talk about the star of this movie. Gabriel. Very clearly, the star of this movie. The rest of those all good. Michelle Williams is great too. Yeah. She played a massive role yeah. in this damn movie. But the one that literally knocked it out of the park, boom! This guy's gonna have a Hollywood star someday mm-hmm. if he's keep going this way and he doesn't go the Ezra Miller way. <laughs> and that is literally Gabriel Labelle. This guy, God. Just so knocked good. it out of the park. So good. Knocked it out of the park. 
It was um, he was lit- literally just he was so good uh, as the character of uh, Sammy Fableman. I don't they they call him Sammy because Steven and I guess he used to be called Stevie a lot. Uh, I don't Is know that why. I don't know why. But, but so they're trying to find yeah. that comp- a name that yeah. had a comparison. Yeah, I think so. But um, oh, and Judd Hirsch. Oh, oh. when Judd Hirsch popped up. He was so aggressive. Judd is one of my. <laughs> he was so aggressive, huh? Judge Hurst's character. But it was awesome. It was really good. I mean, you know how old Judd Hirsch yeah, is. He's got to be in his eighties, right? This motherfucker is winning awards before we were even a fucking thought of our parents' fucking mine, dude. <laughs> he's got to be in his eighties, but you know, yeah. But yeah, Gabriel Lebel. Nineties. Uh, I'd say nineties. I wouldn't even say eighties. He's eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. That's pretty old. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, uh, but Gabriel uh, LaBelle, there's so many get great scenes. Um, the um, Anytime he the made Judas him. Obsessed Girlfriend, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the relationship between the mother, the father, Uncle Benny, and the kids is something that they really reflect in this movie. Yeah. And um, it, it, they really tell like this, like this, because it seems like it was a family story. And then literally it's about Gabriel noticing more than what he should have at an age he shouldn't have noticed. And I, I mean, I I, some of my favorite thing. parts is when you see or see Steven Spielberg making movies or finding his voice in these movies, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, I am a big fan of that sort of thing. Like, like knowing that it was so closely based on Spielberg's upbringing is what really like. I was really into that. It was a really well well made movie. Well, the uh, one of the big things too, though, is that he changed some of it because, like, the the the, the films that the the fictional version of him, mm-hmm. Sammy Abelman, was doing. He's like. Yeah, man, some of those films, I actually changed the angles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, because I'm Steven Spielberg, <laughs> yeah. and, like, now I see the new angle. I should have shot that in, and and it's like, I, I would love to hear his take on that. But um, seriously, uh, the movie was magical. It's one of those movies that um, when you're sitting down for it, you're going to get told a great story. You're going to get told a coming of age of one of the greatest directors of all time. Um, but on top of that, it is just a really good story yeah. about uh, a family that is uh, the the dynamic of a family and when it becomes a nuclear family and when it breaks apart. Uh, and the kids and how they're growing up in a situation that is put onto them. And it shows very much um, the racism of uh, people yeah, bigotry, still yeah. in, the, in the bigotry, racism, whatever you want to call it. Literally, I don't know, man. It is good. It, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's a really good movie. I thought movie. it was fantastic. I walked out and I was, and uh, I, I do want to mention the, at the end when, David Lynch is in it. I didn't realize David Lynch until after the movie. I'm like, that was fucking David Lynch. <laughs> but yeah, David Lynch was makes a nice little surprise cameo, and I was like, wait a minute, is that like he he like sat there and he's doing his thing with the cigar yeah. or whatever? And I'm just like, no, that's David. is that is that David? I don't know. And then I looked it up as soon as I got out. But um, 
yeah, uh, I really loved the feelings you get in this movie. It was, it, it, it was. I could have watched another hour and a half of this. Honestly, that's how I felt about it when I walked out. I don't, I, I don't know about all that bullshit. It's already two and a half hours, bro. I'm not going four hours for a fucking family I just, movie. I like right? spending time in that Look, world. You got the two and a half out of me, bro. I just, it was only because two people were fucking like a row down for me, so I got I ignored the first hour of the movie almost. No, I'm just I'm just um, what I'm saying is I'm saying that like I I really felt like the world felt lived in. I felt like I could I wanted to spend more time in it. It was just I like I really connected with this and i don't know why I, but to me it was it was fantastic because somebody touched you in an improper way and you're never happy about it that's right <laughs> no uh why don't you go ahead and right, let's get some quotes and let's get this let's get this over with okay. um movies are dreams that you never forget wait a minute where am i at oh that's way into the movie where am i at oh oh where am i at did i i i no no that's right that's the beginning okay <laughs> movies are dreams you never forget no fair. Spelling out the long words is wrong. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. I picked up Mrs. Fableman. Where should I put her? Deep down inside of me is none of your business. Is this safe? Of course it's safe. I'm your mother. <laughs> um... We have the Grand Canyon, and and what do they have? The San Andreas Fault? <laughs> Shouldn't you be filming this? You were in the circus. You were a lion tamer? Family heart, it will always tear you apart. We are junkies, and art... Is our drug. Speaking of boobies, we will have a party. We will call it a booby party. <laughs> Mom, don't worry. I won't tell anyone. You ever stop making movies, it will break your mother's heart, and she doesn't deserve that. Guilt is a wasted emotion. Nobody likes Jesus. Well, except other Jews. <laughs> you have something to say to me? Say it to my face. Apologize. Apologize for killing Christ. Well, I am not 2,000 years old and never been to some... So, no. Oh, I've never been to Rome. Sorry. Never <laughs> been to Rome. So, no. You're Jewish, yeah, since the day I was circumcised. <laughs> Jesus is sexy. He's sexy as sin. <laughs> Tomorrow after school, want to meet up behind the bleachers and pray some more? Did you find Jesus? Oh, well, I mean, at a jewelry store. <laughs> That's right. I have a monkey at home that's smarter than you. You anti-Semitic asshole. We're never not going to know each other. How would you live? How would you like to meet the greatest director of all time? And here it is. The best line of the fucking movie. 
Good luck and get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, what's your score in this one? Oh, man, it's, it, I'm not going to lie. It's the same as the uh, last one. Mm. Uh, I, I'm going to 100% tell you it is a uh, it is a four. I loved this movie. It was a good movie. I could rewatch this movie very easily. I'm going higher, um, This one's a 4.3 for me. 4.3. You think it's a 4.3 for yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. We, have you been drinking? No, I'm not been drinking. I've been sober. I mean, I mean, I was sober when I saw the movie. Are you sober nuts? <laughs> but yeah, uh, this was a fantastic movie. Don't if you like um, if you like Spielberg or you had just interest in Spielberg, this is a good place to start. Uh, but of course, you gotta watch ET and Jurassic Park. But if you, it's a it's a good movie. <laughs> you gotta watch the other. You don't have to watch the other movies. This is a good movie on its own. Yeah. Uh, I just said that because Chris is like, this is the Spielberg at his top of his game. No, it's not, Chris. He fucking did ET. He did fucking ET. He did Jurassic Park. Indiana Jones. He did things that will be down in cinematography history, in fucking cinema history. Like, literally, how much, I mean, what, isn't Jurassic Park one of the top three movies of all time? Yeah, it's just, it's just this, 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 it's just so good, man. It's beautiful. It's such a good movie. Not taking this movie away from that, but. There's some movies that are perfect, and there's some movies that are good. And Jurassic Park and E.T. are perfect movies. What's the audience score for this one, Rod Tomatoes? <laughs> uh, the audience score in this one, I definitely think, uh, has to be an 85. 81%. There's audience says. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've not been that far off tonight. I feel like I'm pretty good today. And he says, The Fablemans may be slow in spots, but Stuber's nostalgic look at his childhood will take plenty of viewers back to their home. Okay. Uh, what is the audience score? It was a I'm sorry, great score for the Fablemans. Man, I have no idea. Let's do it. Um. Ninety-one. Ninety-two. You're really close. Damn! Consensus <laughs> is... I'm so close! Consensus is... Part memoir, part ode to the power of movies. The filmmakers find Steven Spielberg digging at the family roots that helped him make a beloved filmmaker and proves that he hasn't lost his magic touch. Yeah. Spielberg made a good movie, and this is it. It's one of them. One of them. Did he make a good movie? It's, it's a very good one, yeah. So, yeah. uh, uh, so what are we watching next week? Oh, watch this week we're watching uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, our uh, second Pinocchio. Oh, dude, we're watching two scary movies in Christmas, yeah. or is it scary? The other one, Violent Night. Night? I, it seems like a like an action comedy. Sounds type. like a funny action yeah. movie. I can't wait for both of them, honestly. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so we're seeing uh, next week when we're talking. Uh, it'll be live. Yeah, it'll, it will be live. It, me and you will be together while talking about these movies, and it'll be Gar- Pinocchio and Violent Night, and uh, I think that's it, right? You good? Yeah, I think that's it, man. I think that's all the movies. So we're gonna watch those two movies, and then we're gonna talk about them together. Yeah, I'm in the same room for once. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> how are we gonna do that? I'm bringing. I don't even a, know how we're gonna hook that I'm, up. I'm bringing it over there equipment. The equipment we're back. Like, do I still send you sign sound clips? Like, what? 
You could you could definitely do that. And I'll just load them up before we uh, drive up the, down there. Wait a minute, and then the buttons will be in front of me too, right? You can touch them. Yeah, I'll let you touch them. Yeah! I'll let you start the intro and everything. I'll let you press the yeah! buttons. Yeah! Right. That's amazing. I'm touching all the buttons. And I'm also bringing, I'm gonna... I'm bringing the mics and the uh, and the uh, R's because the, the mics right here has to. You just need one mic, dude. I got my own mic. See this? Well, this is my well, own to mic. Con- connect to this to, to, to hear the sound volume you need to be. It's a USB connector. I fucking don't know. You know what? Grab whatever. Grab whatever you want. Just don't bring any fucking firework. It's already in my trunk. I'm not sure what you do. (laughs) It's nothing you can do about it. It's already coming, Neil. All right. Uh, You can find us on the We're on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash news on podcast. We're on Twitter, and podcast. We're on Instagram, and podcast. Uh, We're on Pondfire. Bonfire.com, search Movies Don't Suck, and some of do. Email us at info moviesdon'tsuck.net or moviesdon'tsuckpodcast.gmail.com. Watch us YouTube, subscribe, watch Facebook, the page, and every fun podcast can find Movies Don't Suck and some of do. What do you do for small businesses, Neil? You got a small business, let us know. Let's give us that information. Send it to us. We'll be more than happy to promote your small business right here on this podcast every freaking week. We love it. There are thousands of listeners, our millions of followers, Right there. I wish it was the other way around. Millions of his listeners and thousands of followers would be fine with that. It doesn't matter. Um, are you good? Not anymore. I'm going to kill you in your sleep, Chris. I know where you live. <laughs> That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, girls, and friends, no matter what you do in this life, Remember, there's nothing better than a Red Ryder 2000 BB gun. And you'll never shoot your eye out. Have a good night. <laughs>